Hey there, you're listening to the Campus Bible Study Podcast. If you'd like to find out more information, you can go to campusbiblestudy.org. Alright, we're here again to answer some of the questions from the Bible talk last week on Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6. And I've got Carl here with me. G'day. We've got some questions here, Carl, that continue some of the learning that you've that you've brought for us to be thinking about in these couple of talks about Ecclesiastes around how do we read the Bible? Mm. And it's been very helpful. But people have some more questions, which is great. Great. It's a great sign of people wanting to learn more and think yeah. carefully about how we read the Bible. Yeah, and Ecclesiastes really pushes us on this one because it it doesn't read easily. Yeah. It doesn't let us make easy kind of mistakes it actually pushes us to think a bit deeper. Yeah. And so I've got um, two questions here which we might be able to discuss in tandem. Mm. Uh, Gabriel from Engineering asks, if the teacher says that living for now is good and losing wealth is evil, and the New Testament says eternal life and other things like that are better, then is the Bible contradictory? It's saying two different things. Mm. And Chelsea uh, from Church, she asked... Does the conclusion of Ecclesiastes 5, 18 to 20, the central part there, contradict the New New Testament examples given? How does Ecclesiastes fit with the coherence of the Bible? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been struck by that as we've been reading through Ecclesiastes. I think the thing that I've really noticed is, I wonder whether we read the wisdom literature of the Bible thinking that it's the final word on wisdom. I wonder whether we go to places like Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and say, this is as wise as it gets. Do you think we do that because of the style of writing or the promise of, yeah. of truth? The promise of truth, I yeah. think. The promise of wisdom that it holds out. But what we've got to remember is where it is in the Bible. Hmm. Um, so for a start, Old Testament. Yep. So by its very definition, the Old Testament is incomplete. Well, what do you mean when you say it's incomplete? All the pages are there. Yeah, all the pages are there. But the Old Testament does not give us the the answer to God's big picture plan Mm -hmm. of what he's doing in the world. Mm -hmm. We need to be pushed through to see that that it's all about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So the Old Testament gives us lots and lots, gives us the shape of the fulfilment, it gives us the promise of the fulfilment, it gives us pointers towards the fulfilment but it cannot give us the fulfilment because that fulfilment only comes with the arrival of Jesus so by its very definition the Old Testament cannot give us all wisdom Mm. because Jesus has not been fully revealed yet God's final and ultimate revelation has not fully come so how do we know apart from just you know, talking about how good Jesus is or what great things he brings. But do, what, where do we know that this wisdom has been superseded? Like, how do we, how do we understand from the, the Bible yeah, that this yeah. wisdom has been good, taken good up? Good point. Well, Jesus says something pretty interesting, doesn't he, in Matthew chapter 12. Uh, let me read from verse 38 to 42. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. 
The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Mm. So from the very mouth of Jesus, you've got him saying, okay, Solomon, the great wisdom figure of the Old Testament, he's been superseded. Mm. Something greater than Solomon is here with the arrival of Jesus Christ. So, but it sounds, so there's, there's a sense of what it means to be greater. Could that mean that what came before was wrong and what came afterwards was right? <laughs> no, I don't think it's that simple because yeah. th- this is where it's helpful to remember that the Bible is progressive revelation, yeah. that God is progressively revealing more and more of his plan of salvation mm. from Genesis through to the book of Revelation. Mm. And so that progressive revelation means we're constantly getting more of the picture, yeah. even though it's limited until the arrival of Jesus makes it as clear as, as you can get with the arrival of God in the flesh. Yeah. So there's, uh, it's not that things begin as untrue, but they begin as true but hard to see or hard to understand? Yeah, and even Ecclesiastes shows us uh, truths that... Well, um, Jesus might even uh, turn them on their head as he fulfills them. Yeah. Um, So So it's not just that we get um, pictures or uh, shadows that sometimes we think about the Old Testament as a shadow, um, but it's something that shows what might be a conclusion about life in this world, but it turns out that when we think about Jesus in light of it, it's a... He's so revolutionary that he is even turning wise wisdom um, on its head. Now, that that helps us understand the book of Ecclesiastes because Ecclesiastes, in a sense, um, is not just incomplete wisdom because it's Old Testament. It's incomplete wisdom because of the way the teacher sets out to to find wisdom. He, He wants to test wisdom by wisdom. He wants to use powers of observation to find wisdom. And so, as we'll look at in next week's talk, he limits himself to what he can see and observe under the sun. He cuts himself off from uh, God's revelation, even the revelation of the Old Testament scriptures. It's, it's wow. amazing just how little of the Old Testament scriptures you get in the book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah. So, so you're, you're referring to, right back at the start of Ecclesiastes, he'll say, I see in my heart I've acquired great wisdom. He's, he's actually using what he seems to have been given uh, in a narrow sense to uh, discover things about the world purposefully in a, in a way. Yeah, and, and it's with his own human wisdom and observation rather than God's revealed word, so, even God's revealed Old Testament word. So there's a distinction there between what you and I or maybe this preacher or anyone else could look around and use the senses that we're given to discover things rather than quite a different way of understanding things by listening or hearing. That's right. Yeah. Well, and it's not just listening and hearing, it's listening and hearing to God's... Yeah. Listening and hearing God's revelation. Yeah. Which gives us a whole new um, and improved avenue of information that we cannot find in any of the other sources of observation or mm. empirical human wisdom. Yeah. And so, um, I guess, rather than coming to the wisdom books of Proverbs and... Job and Ecclesiastes expecting to find the most amazing piece of wisdom or wisdom advice you've ever heard, we should read the books, the wisdom books, like we read the rest of the Old Testament, expecting that they will push us forwards 
to see the, the great wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so while the preacher can see true things about our world, he can't see the whole picture. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And so he makes some particular conclusions, which That's right. that are, they might be the kind of conclusions that you would make based on those truths. Based on your observation. Right. A plus B, B equals C. Should equal C. You see, you see yeah. that. But it's, if you haven't seen everything, then yeah. you haven't got the right. complete picture. And so for us, we have a great privilege. Wonderful privilege of living this side of Jesus yeah. where we have the complete revelation yeah. that changes everything. Yeah. Oh, are you saying it's complete? We have it all. We have it all yeah. in Jesus. Yeah. 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 We still see through a glass darkly. Yeah. Um, and so our, our sight will be perfect when we are face to face with Jesus. But... We have the full picture of God's plan for the world fulfilled in Jesus in his scriptural revelation. Mm. And so we need not, uh, we, we do not lack. Yeah. We have everything we need for life and godliness. How do we know that those who are uh, part of God's people in the Old Testament were also expecting something more? Yes, well, in Ecclesiastes, yeah. you can't see it very well because mm. he's limited himself to... To, in a sense, just his observation of life under the sun. Yep. But in other books, yep. you'll see the, the salvation history being trusted or quoted or relied upon. You know, God, you've saved us in the past. You saved our fathers. The mm. Psalms often speak like this. Yep. You saved our fathers. We've seen your power. Mm. Why are you not answering my, my prayer now? Mm. Um, salvation history kind of reveals more because it reveals part of God's character. Yep. That character is revealed perfectly in Jesus, the fulfilment of salvation history. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the writer of Ecclesiastes has cut himself off from that salvation history. Yep. And he's saying, okay, what can, I, what can I know about wisdom just from what I can see around me? Yep. Yep. What, what can I observe? How can I know what's really wise yep. in this world without looking to the revelation yep. that God has given so are there some words that those who get Jesus commissioned, who sent out uh, with the uh, uh, the fuller re- the fullest the full revelation of God and what He's doing in salvation, that they spoke to help us understand these things? Yeah, it's a beautiful verse to finish with uh, in one Peter uh, chapter one, reading from verse ten, speaking about the salvation that comes in Jesus. Mm. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what personal time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. It was revealed to them, to the Old Testament prophets, that they were not serving themselves, but you, New Testament Christian, in the things that have now been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven things into which angels long to look. What a privilege it is to live after the, the full revelation of God's plan has been unveiled by the Lord Jesus. What a privilege. Mm. So we need to let the Old Testament books drive us forward to see the beauty of the full revelation in Christ. Great. Thanks for that encouragement, Carl. Keep persevering in Christ.